How can we get our students to actively share their faith? We all desire that, but how do we make it happen? And how do we make sure that we're actively sharing our faith as well? Today, we're going to talk all about a strategy, or better put, a mindset that will help our students see every day as an opportunity to be a missionary. Welcome to Student Ministry Connection, a podcast for those who serve in student ministry and have a desire to get connected and grow. My name is Steve Cullum, and I'm so glad that you're here for this episode. Many of us have been on a mission trip and probably led several with students as well. They're great experiences, and I highly recommend that you continue to do them. There's just something special about getting out of our daily routine and environment to just go and serve in another culture for a period of time. But that's just it, right? It's it's usually just a great trip that lasts for a week or 10 days, and then we're back to our normal lives, trying again to help students share Jesus with their peers. In just a bit, we're going to talk to our guest today, Travis Deans. Travis is currently the Northeast Regional Director for National Network of Youth Ministries and the founder of Nine Month Mission Trip, a strategy that can help teenagers approach their school as a mission field. Before we do that though, I wanna quickly remind those of you who subscribe on Spotify that right now there are two feeds for some reason on there, but we're gonna be soon taking those down to one. And so head to the link in our show notes or our website to make sure that you're subscribed to the right one that will actually stick around. For those of you that are subscribed on other platforms, this should not affect you at all. And we also want to take a moment right now to thank the sponsor of this episode of the podcast. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone as well, with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $20 a month. If you're looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides, that's $30 a month. And if you want an affordable, engaging video curriculum, G-Shades has you covered for only $40 a month. You will not find a better youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere. G-Shades really sets itself apart by looking at every life situation that a student goes through through the lens of the gospel and infusing Jesus on everything that the students do. If you want to learn more about G-Shades and its creator, Mike Haynes, be sure to check out episodes 32 and 55. We are so grateful for G-Shades and we know that you will not be disappointed. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A, D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season four of G-Shades curriculum and use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to receive an extra $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You can find the link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. All right, I hope you are ready to connect with Travis Deans and hear more about his nine-month mission trip and all the free resources that he has to offer for you and your ministry. Well, thanks, Travis, for being on the podcast today. So glad to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here. 
Yeah. So I know that, uh, that yeah, you're up in the, the East Coast, the Northeast Coast, and um, where I was before I moved to Colorado. So kind of, I, I lived in New England for 10 years. And so that part of the country is still very near and dear to me. Um, but you've been in full-time youth ministry since 1996, doing a bunch of different things. And and I love the the big thing that you are very, very passionate about is is networking. And you've been doing a lot of stuff with the National Network of Youth Ministries over the years. Uh, yeah. So take us back a little bit, share as much as you as you want to, but um, help us to get to know how God brought you to this point where you are today. So <clears throat> my story begins uh, probably like a lot of people in a small town. Um, and I, I grew up on a farm <laughs> uh, and I was... Um, at a small school, it was uh, I had 33 people in my graduating class. Uh, those it was a public school, but just real tiny. And um, so, as a uh, eighth grader, the teachers at my high school went on strike, and um, uh, I finished eighth grade at homeschool, and then went through ninth grade uh, doing homeschool. And my parents were like, "Well, that's you know we've had enough of that, and so you're going back to Turkey Foot." That, that was the that was the name of my high school turkey foot high school nice uh, i use it when i speak at youth groups i always ask students to try to guess the name of my high school and uh, of course they never do and then when i tell them uh there's all you know snickers and laughter and sure derision and <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh actually george washington named it the turkey foot valley so wow it, it goes that far back <laughs> anyway um so I was going back to uh, public school my sophomore year, and I had been reading biographies of missionaries like um, William Carey, Amy Carmichael, uh, Hudson Taylor, uh, Jim Elliott, different, just different people that had gone to other places to share the gospel message and, and had made incredible sacrifices to share the gospel with people. And so yeah, I had this experience that, you know, it wasn't an audible voice, but it was, it was just a conviction in my heart that God was calling me. I knew, I knew I was going back to school and that God was calling me to be a missionary to my high school. Um, and so that was, uh, for me, that's where all of this began, uh, just responding to that call that I, that I thought that God had put on my heart. And so I go back to uh, back to public school my sophomore year, and uh, some friends of mine, friends of mine and I, we started a prayer group that met in the mornings, um, and we wanted to start a Bible club as well because that was you know it was legal and and we wanted to be able to meet together and and uh, and do things together. And so uh, we approached our principal about the uh, the idea of starting a Bible club. Well, even though it was a small school. He was pretty nervous about the idea of, you know, religion in, you know, public school, and it just kind of freaked him out a little bit. So, so he said, um, "Listen, you, you guys want to, you know, this Bible club, you want to, you know, encourage students not to drink and not to do drugs, stuff like that, right?" I was like, "Well, I, I guess that's part of it, sure." Sure. And he goes, "Well, here's what we're gonna do. Instead of Bible club, we're gonna call this the Drug and Alcohol Club." <laughs> so that was the name of our club for a year we were in the yearbook as the drug and alcohol club and so you know who do you, i mean <laughs> can you imagine the first meeting uh, yeah of the drug and alcohol club like who shows up to that I mean, <laughs> did you have I mean, so many disappointed students that you didn't have drugs and alcohol yes, that's right. that's, 
the school has finally sanctioned the use of illegal substances. <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, they get to the meeting and I open my Bible and it's, yeah, it's, it was sad. I, I felt sad for everyone. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, in spite of that, it was a great time because, um, we were, we were part of the very first, uh, see with the poll, uh, back in the early nineties. Uh, we did a lot of creative and different things to share our faith with, with students in our school. Um, and so that, that was my high school experience was, you know, every day was this adventure of going to school and serving God and, and, and just finding ways to shine the light of Christ uh, in my school. And, and sometimes that was with a group of people in the club, or sometimes it was just, you know, we had a school assignment and I found a way to work, work my testimony into it or work, uh, you know, faith into it. So I went to um, college then to uh, Moody Bible Institute graduated from there uh, in a uh, degree in youth ministry, came back home and started working with a ministry that uh, it was a former Youth for Christ chapter, but there was not a whole lot happening at that particular time. And so there was a lot of room for, well, what do we want to do? What do we want to see this ministry become? And so we started helping students uh, learn how to share their faith in their schools, learn how to um, start clubs, Christian clubs in their schools, and it was around that same time that we discovered the National Network of Youth Ministries. And so I became a volunteer with them. And so I've, I've always had this heart of, um, you know, we want to help youth workers connect with each other and encourage each other, strengthen each other. Uh, but students need that too. Students need to know they are not alone in their mm -hmm. schools as they follow Christ. They, they need to know they're not the only believer in their schools. Yeah. And we know that, of course they're not, but Sometimes they feel that way. And so, Absolutely. so we want to help youth workers connect with each other and uh, help students uh, have that connection as well. I, uh, yeah, actually, in just uh, looking at your, your bio real quick, I didn't realize that you were uh, a volunteer with NNYM for so long. I've been doing it for a while now too. So um, living in that, that world of like volunteering for them and, and everything, but uh yeah. So what, what's it been like now stepping into the, the Northeast director role and how's that going? It's been exciting. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Mostly it's been fun to, I, you know, I spent the first two years just kind of getting to know people getting to know yeah. who's out there and what's going on. And we come to realize that, you know, even though, you know, the Northeast gets kind of a, a bad rap for being a spiritually dark area. Um, and, and in some ways it is, but, I mean, God is doing such amazing mm -hmm. things. There, there are faithful people. And I'm sure you know, I'm sure you feel this way about New England. Mm -hmm. There are faithful people, you know, plugging away, serving God quietly and but effectively, uh, making a difference in their communities and their towns. And and so it's just it's been fun to discover uh, just so many great things that God is doing out there. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I'm excited to see, yeah, see where God takes it over the years. And now that you kind of feel settled now and and see where see where God continues to lead. Yeah. Um, I know one of the things that he's he's led you to is this this idea of nine month mission trip. And I know from my my personal experience, it's been it's been fun. You know, I heard about it through National Network. Um, and some people were talking in our region, and I've been able to kind of just talk to youth leaders here and there with our local networks and, and stuff. And all of them instantly have two responses. <laughs> I don't know if you've experienced this as well. They're they're usually taken back by the initial name of it going, really? You're going to take students on a nine-month mission trip is what they initially think. 
But then as soon as I explain the basic idea of it, they go, oh, that totally makes sense. And I'm on board. Where do I find more information? So I have a feeling that's probably what people are going to do when they hear about it today <laughs> on the podcast, because that's my, my experience. But if you would take us take us a little back and and describe first describe the, the nine month admission trip, but also tell us a little backstory of how this even came to be. To be honest, I don't know where that phrase comes from. Um, somebody, I mean, I, we've used it for 25 years and I I'm pretty sure it was people used it. I'm sure youth pastors used it back in the eighties and maybe in the seventies. I don't know, but um, it was, I was telling someone recently, it was during a worship service at church uh, probably 15 or more years ago, just had this picture in my mind of a logo uh, for this idea. And, and we were, we were encouraging, we'd been encouraging students for, for a lot of, you know, 10 years or so. Hey, your school's a mission field. You could be a missionary to your school, and that makes the school year a nine-month mission trip. We've, you know, we've been telling that for a long time, and so we're in in this worship service, and I'm like, oh my goodness, uh, I I knew somebody who was great at graphic design. Uh, he was just really, really talented, and I'm like, I bet he could make an epic logo for this concept, and he did. It was fantastic. It was really good, um, and so we used that logo for a few years, and then I wanted to launch a website. And so in 2012, 2013, we were getting ready to launch, launch a website. And the, the thought behind the website was, let's just gather together a bunch of different ideas, resources, anything and everything related to students reaching their schools. Let's put it together on a website. And I, I didn't know at the time, I didn't realize that there, there were already websites like that out there, but <laughs> um, there wasn't one called Nine Month Mission Trip. And so we bought the domain and and we launched it. And so I had another friend who was an excellent graphic designer uh, do the um, the second logo for it. And the second logo uh, kind of, it just, it, uh, I don't know, there's something about seeing a picture mm. that that takes something to another level, right? You, uh, it's, I don't know if it's a marketing branding thing, you know, whatever you want to call it, but that that image helped us say, okay, you know what, there's something there's something really good here. There's something that we can really take and run with. So we created the website and, um, uh, and, and, but it was mostly, I mean, it was, we shared the idea everywhere we could, you know, where, wherever we went, we would, uh, share the idea. I, I did a, um, a seminar about nine month mission trip in, in, uh, in 2016 in Kansas city at a, at a mm -hmm. large youth conference. And, uh, you know, just kind of shared it with 300 students in a room and it, it was awesome. But, it was it was still pretty pretty local at the time, um, but when I started working with National Network of Youth Ministries, um, all of a sudden there was, you know, mm -hmm. just this bit, much bigger team of people that I'm connected to, and I just started sharing, hey, this you know doing this doing that, and and uh, it's just been it's been exciting to see, uh, oh yeah, we we want to do something with that idea, and so this summer we created a a prayer card. Um, I was going to several different uh, Christian music festivals, a youth conference in Florida, uh, and I'm like, you know what, it'd be really great to have something to give out to students at this thing. And so we created a prayer card that uh, students can write down the names of friends that they want to pray for. Um, and just on a whim, I'm like, you know what, I'm just to see if anybody, you know, just throw it out there, see if anybody would want some. And so <laughs> I posted on the uh, Download Youth Ministry Facebook page. 
-hmm. and got 200 requests for nice <laughs> for these prayer cards. I'm like, oh my goodness, how do I? <laughs> I was kind of overwhelmed. And so I think we're most of the way through fulfilling those, uh, getting nice. those mailed out. Um, but uh, but it's been exciting to see um, uh, to see the idea kind of spread out there and get uh, go to different places. And we actually uh, about a year ago uh, we were given a five thousand dollar grant. And, um, you know, we've been thinking, man, how do we put, how do we use that money for something really significant, something that's going to make a, a bigger impact? And uh, so for several years, I've had the idea in the back of my mind, boy, it'd be cool if there was an app, you know, because mm. that's what's, you know, that's where students are. That's, that's how you get to them uh, through, through a mobile app. And so we we're actually getting ready. Um, uh, August 18th to launch a nine month mission trip mobile app. Nice. And, uh, which, um, nobody, not too many people know that yet. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're announcing we're it here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but the idea will be, you know, uh, you know, students, maybe they're part of their, uh, local FCA, maybe they're part of first priority or youth alive or youth for Christ, or maybe they're just, you know, doing something with their church whatever ministry they're connected with, we, the idea would be that, hey, share your story, share what God is doing in your school. And we want to post those stories on this app. And then, you know, if there's kids who, you know, I, I don't have anything you know, like that in my school, I want to start something. Well, then we want to connect them with local ministries near them that they can, that can help them launch something in their schools. And so that's what the app will do is to, um, you know, let, let kids hear, you know, discover stories that will inspire them and hear ideas that will encourage them and, and then find people to help them do it. So nice. But it's been, a, it's been an exciting journey. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And so cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that, that it kind of all started years ago, but I think that's one of the the greatest things about NYM that I have, have learned. NYM loves making other people's ideas famous and they love pushing other people to the spotlight and, and that's huge. So like before we jump into Nyman Mission Trip, just a little bit more, my, another big push. I know Travis was the same, you know, if you're not connected to others through national network, number one, it's, it's really important for us to, to do that just for our, our, our own, you know, spiritual health and, and all those different mm -hmm. things, but Absolutely. also like they're, they, they help promote each other and, and ideas like this and which is, which is really awesome. So let's get back to nine month inch trip. Uh, how can churches, youth groups, or even individuals beyond the app, like, how do they actually take part in it? What's the, what's the process, I guess the ideal process. Cause you, you put out all the resources and things like that, but if, if a church said, Hey, this sounds great. What do I do next? Honestly, it's just, it's a concept that you, you take it and you run with it. However, God leads you. Um, we, we have some resources, we have some ideas, we have, we have some stuff that we, that we share, but the, the big thing is it's an idea that a youth pastor can take it and, and really tailor it to their ministry uh, or, or a, you know, an FCA or a, whatever kind of parachurch ministry, they can take that concept and say, here's what we're going to do with that. So, um, and we, you know, if we have on our website, we have the logo there. We have a, we have a one night message that, that youth workers can share with their students to, to inspire them. We have a couple of promo videos that kind of, you know, get the gears turning in students' heads. Like, you know, when you think of school, what do you think of? 
Um, and, uh, you know, what if it was something different? What if, what if it wasn't just a place you had to be? What if it was a place that God was sending you? Um, and so, so we, we're trying to provide more and more resources that will encourage uh, youth workers and, 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 you know, give them what they need to equip their students. But, but really, it, it just comes down to a big idea that could change how your students see each school year and, and really how they see life. Um, because I always tell youth workers, listen, if your students, number one, if they can live out their faith in school, one of the most hostile environments that they'll ever encounter, they could probably live out their faith anywhere. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's probably a genuine, real faith, mm -hmm. right? And if they can share their faith at school, if they can express their faith, uh, share their faith with friends, I mean, they, that's going to prepare them for college and, and the real world, the business world, whatever, whatever world God leads them into, that's going to prepare them for life. Um, and so, you know, uh, you know, the, the idea of you're just thinking every, every day of your life, uh, I'm on mission for God. I, you know, God has a purpose and plan for this day. This day has, you know, it's not just random. It's not just uh, do whatever uh, comes next. You know, it, God has a purpose and a plan. Live it intentionally, purposefully. So that's our hope with this. Our hope is that this this idea of going to school with a purpose bleeds over into every other part of life. Nice. Nice. And I think that's, that's one of the the things that drew me to, to it beyond just the concept. As I looked more into it, I love that it's not this set program that you have lined out that we have to, as youth pastors, try to figure out, okay, where am I going to put this and how is it going to work into this overall plan and all this stuff. And, and, you know, I set aside so many weeks or whatever. Um, it's really, kind of ambiguous in a way to leave it up to us this to take this concept into it. And I know um, as we're still processing how we're going to do that this year, we're, we're just planning on kicking off the school year. That being our, the message that you provide using that as a, as a starting point to really launch into this, this concept this year, handing out the cards that, uh, that I was one of the 200 uh, youth pastors that reached out to you <laughs> and just got those in the mail the other day. So I handed those cards out that night and challenging students to, to think about who they're going to pray for, who they're going to reach out to this year, um, to share the gospel and kind of kicking it off that night, but then also reminding them throughout the year, Hey, like in your small groups, maybe from stage, maybe using some stuff online, but just it's, it's a, something that we'll be continuing to hit throughout the school year, but it's not a, it's not a program. It's not a series or anything like that. It's just going right. to be who we are moving forward. So I always encourage youth pastors that, you know, because I, I know youth pastors don't need something else to do, right? They don't need something else on their plate. They don't need another project. What they do need is tools that help them accomplish what they already want to do, right? And so just assuming most youth pastors, um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully all want to disciple their students. They want to help their students follow Jesus as closely as possible. And one of the, you know, you know, looking at scripture, one of the things that, that uh, I refer back to a lot is Luke chapter 10, where Jesus sends out the 72, right? You know, he's teaching them to follow him, but part of that discipleship process for Jesus was sending them out to do ministry. And uh, so he sends them out to the towns and the villages where he was about to go. He tells them to uh, proclaim the gospel, heal the sick, to pray. Um, and then they come back to Jesus and they share these stories of, wow, you should have seen what, what happened. And, you know, wouldn't it be awesome for our students uh, if there was a place 
we could send our students that we are discipling uh, as, as part of that process of discipling them. Wouldn't it be great if there's somewhere we could send them <laughs> to do ministry, to pray for, for people, to care about people, to share the gospel, and they could come back and say, wow, you should hear what happened. Um, and their schools is the perfect place for that. You know, Wednesday nights, Sunday nights, you get up and you say, hey, guys, tomorrow morning you're going to school. We're going to pray that God will use you, that God will do great things through you. And please tell us because next Wednesday we want a couple yeah. of you to get up on stage and tell us what God did yeah. through you in your school. And I mean, I just think that to me, that's exciting. And we we sell our students short. If we don't give them that full discipleship process, if we stop mm. short of letting of encouraging them to do ministry, we miss something important in the process. And you know, mission trips and service projects are are the the big ways that we that we send students out. But um, you know, once a year or a couple times a year, that's just not that's just not enough. They yeah. they need to practice this in their everyday lives. Yeah. That's, that's great. And it, it's so cool how like for, for us, it's just internalizing it. I feel like God has really led us to really focus a lot on evangelism this year. And it was so cool how, like when I finally felt pretty clear that that's what, what was going to be our primary focus this school year from the Holy Spirit, it was when I started hearing about nine month mission trip and all these different things going to start to line up. It was, it was really awesome. And so we just had a couple of weeks ago, one of our former students and leaders who went on a uh, summer long mission trip to to Africa. He came back mm. and shared. We pitched our summer mission trip next year to the Dominican Republic, and I had a ton of high school students that would that said they showed interest. And so there's momentum here that I can't wait to like in a couple of weeks just say, "Hey guys, by the way, we told you about that other mission trip, but here's one that's going to be nine months long." And they're like, "What the heck?" And you're like, "No, every day <laughs> your every day your life." And it. Like I'm, I'm excited about the the future and the momentum we're going to be able to build using the the resources and, and stuff that you put out. I like to tell students that you know it's it's a mission. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, I always tell students if you ever have a chance to go on a mission trip to another country or or somewhere, it go, absolutely go. You, you'll never ever regret it. But then you know I, I tell them uh, you know this mission trip, uh, you don't have to raise money, right? The taxpayers of your state mm -hmm. <laughs> take care of that. You don't have to arrange transportation. Uh, a big yellow bus will come and get you. <laughs> um, you already know the language. You know the culture. Um, and the food is still weird. So it, <laughs> it's, it's perfect. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Do you have any other tips beyond what you've shared already that can help us make it a success with our students? Well, I think for me, in my, what I've experienced is that the biggest encouragement to students to take bold steps in their faith, bold next steps, is hearing stories of other students that have done that, right? Because you, know, you and I, we can encourage our students, hey, you should do this, you should do that, and that's great. But when they hear fellow students sharing, this is what I did, this is what God did through me, I don't know, that just carries a weight and a power that that is unlike anything else. And so that's that's part of the reason why we're, we're uh, putting these stories on the app, we want to, we want to have stories available that if, you know, if you're just starting this uh, and you don't have students that have ever done this, you know, Hey guys, I want you to watch this, watch this video of this student. They live in another state, but listen to what they did. Uh, but hopefully, you know, and probably you're at this point, I'm sure, but hopefully you have students in your own group who can share their stories. Uh, and uh, just for example, um, I've shared this so many times over this past year. 
last um, August, we did a, a nine-month mission trip live stream event, uh, which we're doing uh, in a couple of weeks this August too. And so it's just a one-hour, you know, encouragement to students to to make you know make the school year nine-month mission trip. So we get an email from a girl from Nebraska. Her name was Zoe, and she goes, "I I was on part of the live stream, and I really wanted to do that in my school this year." She said, the first day of school, I sat down at lunch with a girl who was new. She was sitting by herself, and I just invited her to my youth group, and she came. She came, and, and uh, she got to hear the gospel message. She gave her life to Christ. She got involved in our youth ministry. Well, we found that out later, um, but then she said, she, she closed uh, the email saying, I can't wait to go back to school tomorrow, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, awesome. How often do you hear that? You know, yeah. saying we want to go back. I want to go back to school tomorrow to see what God does. Well, the story didn't end there because I um, I emailed Zoe later in the, like in May. I'm like, hey Zoe, you know your story back in August, uh, September. That was awesome. I shared that all over the country. How did the rest of the school year go? So she writes me back with nine pages of things that she and friends of hers did every wow. month school year and i'm like what that's amazing <laughs> yeah it's so incredible so you know we're trying right now i'm zoe's uh doing it she's shooting a video for us that we can that we can share uh with people and uh but there's just there's nothing that encourages your will encourage your students more than for them to hear stories of what other students have done so mm, that would so be good. probably my biggest recommendation uh to a youth worker that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, I've already got, you got my mind turning already and like thinking through how we're going to do that this year. And cause I, I love it. And it's, and it's, again, it's something that you can weave into whatever you're doing throughout the school year. You can easily yeah. just, just add those right in and it can fulfill so many different things, but especially to encourage students to keep doing this when they hear their peers like, Oh, so-and-so did this. Maybe I can too. Yeah. And it just, again, just to um, reiterate how simple this is, uh, we, we use the three words in our, in, when we do the live stream training, we just use these three words, prayer, care, and share. You want to make this school year a nine-month mission trip? All you got to do is pray for your friends that need Christ, care about them, share the gospel with them. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, just, you know, such easily doable and easily transferable concepts. Again, you know, not, not something that you're at, you know, another thing I want need to add, but no, it's, those are things you already want your students to do. You want them to pray for the, your, their friends. You want them to care about them. You want them to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, our friends at Dare to Share, I, I love their their motto is, you know, every teenager hearing the gospel from a friend. Yeah. Right. I love that. That's so awesome. But and it's that's that's what we want for our students anyway. It's not. So anyway, it's simple. It's easy. Just take it and run with it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for yeah putting that together. Uh, I'm going to turn the the page just a little bit. I know that you know we're talking about making sure making sure that students are connected, and and it's really important for us to do that. And, and like you said, part of your history with working with the national network is not only connecting youth workers, but making sure students are connected with each other in our youth groups, beyond our youth groups, all those different things. Connecting with students that haven't heard the gospel. 
but I'd love to turn just a little bit to, to youth workers themselves. So yeah. it's no secret that we've had a bunch of youth workers that have stepped out of youth ministry over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah. And so knowing all your work with NYM and more over the years, I, I know you strongly believe in networking. So what encouragements do you have for our audience who maybe aren't as connected as they want to be maybe within their church or outside their church as well? I mean, this is what I always tell youth workers. I'm like, listen, if you want to last longer in ministry and be more effective in ministry, there's nothing, almost nothing more important than being connected with others nearby you. Um, you know, we, we can we can find uh, connections, you know, all over the world through the Internet. Uh, and that's great. That's really good. It's really it's actually really incredible. Um, but there's nothing quite like being able to call somebody and say, hey, can we do breakfast? Can we do lunch? Or, hey, a group of us are getting together to talk. And, you know, those face-to-face conversations about, oh, man, I'm going through this. Oh, I went through that, too. Um, I don't know what to do about this. Oh, here's what I did about that. You know, those, those conversations that you can have face-to-face with fellow youth workers in your community, are, that's invaluable. That is irreplaceable. Nothing quite takes the place of that. I was talking with a guy this morning who's his youth group is very small, very tiny. He's not sure what to do. I'm like, brother, you, you need to get connected with people right around you. I mean, you could ask somebody in California, you know, he's in New York. You can ask somebody in California or, or Colorado, you know, what would you do? Well, that would be, that's great, but they don't know your town. They don't know your city. They don't know what's there, or what, what this, what's going on with the schools. Uh, why not ask people who are right there where you are? Um, and, um, and, you know, probably, you know, you probably get great information from both, but uh, but there's there's just nothing like connecting with people right around you. And, and, you know, you alluded to the fact that there's been a lot of change in youth ministry the last few years. And boy, is that true. And I really feel like with with uh, how youth ministry is is going and how our culture is going, I feel like the the fact that we need each other is only getting stronger and bigger, not smaller. <laughs> um, yeah. the, the fact that we need each other is, is only more you know, get, getting bigger and bigger, not uh, it's not going away. And so, um, we, you know, we, we need to step across those denominational lines and, and reach out because you will find, uh, you will find friendships and you will find support and encouragement like you never would have when you step out and connect with others. Um, Mm. so it's, it's, it's absolutely essential to survive in ministry today. I, I think. I think yeah. if you don't, you're just asking to, to burn out, flame out and yeah. disappear. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I think it's, it's really easy and I'm very grateful for some mentors and my youth ministry professor in college who were, who was very honest about the fact mm. that sometimes ministry can be lonely. Um, sometimes yeah. you feel like you are on your own fighting this battle, just you and God, and maybe some volunteers yeah. with you. And we're trying to do this, but I was very very grateful that they told me the truth about that. And so from the very beginning, that's something that I've I've sought out after because of their wisdom. Maybe someone is hearing that for the first time today. And like, I think both, both Travis and I say, like, make sure you are finding others. Step out of your comfort zone. If you're not surely yeah. a, you know, an introvert, push out of that because it's worth it. It's yeah. so worth it. And there's great resources out there like NNYM that can help you find other youth workers in your area too. That's what, when I, when I first discovered the National Network, of youth ministries back in the late nineties, I was like, Whoa, you can do that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, and so we started doing that. We started bringing the youth pastors in our community together and started doing things that nobody could have done 
if they try to, to do it on their own. But beyond that, you know, when, when I when I sit around a table with people from different churches, and this is why I always encourage youth workers, you know, you're sitting around a table, people from different denominations or, or non-denominations, whatever, but think about what they bring to the table. You know, our Presbyterian friends bring this rich history of theology that is really good, you know, to the table. Our uh, our Methodist friends bring this consciousness of social action and and taking the gospel to to the least and the the lost. You know, our Baptist friends remind us of the 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 importance of soul winning, right, and and uh, preaching the gospel. Our charismatic and Pentecostal friends remind us that we need the Holy Spirit. We can't mm. do this without the Holy Spirit. And what, whatever you believe about that, you still need the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and so we all we all have something uh, that we contribute to the body of Christ as a whole. And so I, you know, I, I have just found my faith very enriched by by being around people from different faith traditions. That if I wasn't, I would just be. I think I'd be a lot. Uh, what's the word? Um, just the, uh, I don't think I would know all of who God is as, mm. as much as I do without my fellow believers. Well, Travis, I know that people are going to want to connect with you. They're probably going to want to ask you some more questions, some follow-up questions, find where they can get all the resources for nine-month mission trip and the app and all those different things. So where can people find that stuff and connect with you? So if they go to uh, ninemonthmissiontrip.com, uh, there's resources there. You can you can actually go straight to my email, so you can co contact me there. But my my email address is tdeans at nnym.org. Um, and uh, non month fishing trip is on um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, and YouTube. So <laughs> so you can find cool. it in all those places as well. And um, and we you know if there's people out there you know. If, if you're out there and you have a student who has a great story that they'd like to share, boy, please reach out to us because we would love, you know, we would love for your students story to encourage students around the country. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, yeah. we're on the lookout for stories like that to, to encourage and, and uh, strengthen the faith of, of Christian students all over the country. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I just imagine, yeah, our, our students firing up the app one day and all of a sudden, wait, wait a second. I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they well, see themselves on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Travis, thank you so much for being our guest on the podcast today. And may God bless all that you're doing for his kingdom and especially in the world of student ministry. Thank you, Steve. Great to be here with you. And thanks to all of you for being here for this episode of the podcast. Be sure to check out our show notes for links and more information about nine-month mission trip, how to connect more with Travis Deans, and also about the nine-month mission trip app and their upcoming live stream for more information. We also want to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast, gshades.org. Head over there and be sure to use the promo code CONNECTION for $20 off your order. Thank you so much, G Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. We're going to be back soon with another episode. But until then, if you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if that app allows you to, leave us a positive comment. That helps us so much and is a huge blessing to us. It also helps others find the show. Speaking of which, if you haven't shared it with another student ministry worker who also wants to connect and grow, we would love it if you do that as well. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode, although we will be back soon. But until then, make sure you stay connected and may God bless your ministry.